episode four, the podcast launch. Buckle up, folks, because I'm about to share with you the steps to launch a podcast from start to finish. You are listening to episode number four of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy, a one-man band and technology junkie who loves to help people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged is to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. So, are you considering starting a podcast? Well, hopefully you are. And today I'm going to share with you the basic steps required to start a podcast. After this episode, you should have a really good overview and understanding of how to set up a podcast and the big picture view of the podcast blueprint. In future episodes, I will dissect the individual steps, but I think having a general idea of the process really helped me wrap my head around it all. And I wanted to share it with you. If you, however, are in the midst of starting a podcast and you have technical questions or in that panic days state of overwhelm, just reach out to me. I've got your back and I can help you through it all. Before we start today's process, just to keep some housekeeping things. First, I've been a podcaster officially for one week and I wanted to personally thank you all for your words of encouragement and support. They mean more to me than you know and I appreciate every one of you. Next week, Ask Mike Anything Goes Live, where I feature audience questions on the podcast. So keep those questions coming in. If you have questions about online stuff, technology, blogging, podcasting, business, whatever, please send your questions. You can do so over at MikeMurphy.co. You can email me at Mike at MikeMurphy.co. Whatever's easiest for you. Also, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a future episode. And if you like the podcast, it would really help me out if you left a rating and review in iTunes and if you shared it on social media with anyone you thought would be, you know, find some value in this podcast. So the steps to launch a podcast, I tried to simplify it, even though it's super complex. I broke it down into seven categories. Number one, planning. Number two, graphics and assets. Number three, production and tagging. Number four, media hosting. Number five, RSS feed creation. Number six, submitting to podcast directories. And number seven, marketing. And if you have no idea what I just listed there, don't worry, because I'm going to explain each step in a little more detail as we move along here. Number one, planning. Pick a start date. My advice is to give you at least six weeks more if you're doing an interview-based podcast. Other questions you want to consider in the planning stage is what is your show about? What value are you going to be delivering to your listeners? Is it knowledge? Is it humor? Insights? What is your format? Will you be a one-man band on the mic like myself? Or are you going to be interviewing guests? And you can change these over time, so don't stress. I'm going to do interviews eventually, but I wasn't ready yet, so no biggie. This is your show, and don't forget it, okay? What frequency are we going to release new shows? Daily? Twice a week? Three times a week? Weekly? Monthly? Whatever it is, just be consistent. How long is your show going to be? Mine, I want to keep under 20 minutes. Experts say that a sweet spot for a short podcast is 18 minutes long. Many are 45 minutes. Some are over an hour. It depends. The main thing, just be consistent. And finally, who is your audience? This is a big deal. You might not know at first, but you just need to know that you are speaking to people and you want to get an idea in your head of who your audience is if you're not sure at this point. One little tip that I heard from a seasoned podcaster that I really thought was valuable, when you're recording your podcast, 
Think of one person that you're speaking to. Don't try to speak to an entire group. Podcasting is really an intimate experience if you think about it because we usually listen to podcasts in our headphones while we're on a walk or on a run or at the gym or while we're driving. It's not usually a group activity to listen to podcasts. So I know for me, my favorite podcasts feel like they're speaking to me personally. So that's a little tip that I that I think is helpful. Moving on, number two, graphic and assets. Website, you need a home for your podcast. I created a page on mikemurphy.co or you can create your own dedicated podcast website, whichever works for you. You need podcast cover art, you need music, you need sound effects, and maybe you want a voiceover to introduce your show. That's a very common technique. Warning, as a creative, this is one place that can get you really hung up on. I know, I'm never happy with the designs. I always think I can do better. It's never good enough for, I get it. The podcast cover art is a big deal and you're going to stress over it, but I'm telling you, you have to subscribe to the theory that done is better than perfect in this one. Trust me. Let's go on to step number three, production. You need to write a script, okay? Some people wing it. I'm going to tell you, you need to write a script. Try to develop a template just like a story so you can recreate it week after week or however many podcasts you're going to do. Record the podcast is the next step in production. I use Adobe Audition to record mine. You can use things like GarageBand, Audacity, Reaper, Pro Tools, whatever you know. And if you don't know it, well, I can help you with that too. After you record the podcast, you need to edit it. You need to add in music, your sound effects, your voiceover. Then you need to export it as an MP3 file. That's the final mix, an MP3 file. After you get the MP3 file, you want to tag it. Okay, tagging it, I use a program called ID3 Editor. It's 15 bucks. And this is really just the metadata of your MP3 file. If you don't know what I'm talking about, open up iTunes right now, click on a song, right click on it, and choose Get Info. All of that stuff that you see in your song, like the title, the composer, the year, the, all that information, those are ID3 tags. You need to do that with your podcast. I use ID3 Editor. Super easy, but it's an important step. You need to do it. Okay, you still with me? You have a plan. Your website's in place. Your artwork and music is done. You've written a script. You've recorded, edited, tagged your first podcast. Now you have a finished MP3 file labeled episode one. Now what? Okay, the next phase of the process, this is where most people get kind of frustrated and confused. It's really technical and over many people's heads, including my own at first. So I'm going to give you the simple dumbed-down version that many of the purest podcasters might cringe when they hear. (laughs) But here is an easy version, and don't worry, I've got your back if you need help. One, you need to host each episode. That's the MP3 file on a media host server. Just like your website needs a web host, your media file needs a server as well. Okay? Then you need to generate an RSS feed. An RSS feed is where many people want to tear their hair out. But good news, you only have to do this once. The RSS feed, just think of it as that magic little thing in the background that updates. Anytime you publish a new episode, it tells your audience, hey, new episode. If you ever submit or subscribe to a blog and you get notification when they have a new blog post, you can thank RSS for that, okay? Then what you need to do is you need to submit the RSS feed that you just created. 
You need to submit that to iTunes. iTunes will then put it in the store. Only have to do this once. And then each new episode, what you do is you upload it to your media host. The feed then gets, you publish it, and then the feed gets noticed, sends it to your audience and says, new podcast, all on autopilot after you get the kind of the background stuff done. That's it. Okay, now let's go to the media host, number four. This this is where the actual recording of your podcast lives, okay? The MP3 file that you exported from Audition or GarageBand or whatever, that's where this lives. And two pieces of advice I'm going to tell you right now. You might not understand them right now, but just remember, number one, you have to use a host. You can't expect to host your own media files on your WordPress site or Dropbox or whatever. It's technically possible, but don't even consider it. And number two, you don't want to give up control of your RSS feed. Many of the media hosts offer like a convenient one-stop shop for hosting and, and feed hosting, but you really want to manage your own feed. In case you ever want to change services, you want that flexibility. So the two main hosts that I considered were one, Libsyn, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N, Libsyn, and number two is SoundCloud. Now I chose Libsyn to host my media file only, not to own my RSS feed. Libsyn is one of the most popular out there. I actually wanted to use SoundCloud only because I think their design and their whole vibe and the social media part of it is so much better than the kind of dated and not so pleasing design of Libsyn. However, Libsyn is solid all the big wigs use Libsyn. I'm happy with Libsyn. I'm going to recommend them to you. And it's like five or 10 bucks a month. Okay. So I keep talking about getting control over your feed. How do you get control over your feed? Well, you use what's called the Blueberry PowerPress plugin for WordPress. It's the most popular WordPress plugin for podcaster out there. Blueberry PowerPress plugin. Okay. You install it on your WordPress site. PowerPress then generates that oh-so-important RSS feed that you're going to use to submit to iTunes. The feed tells your subscribers every time you publish a new episode, okay? You're going to configure all the settings in PowerPress that relate to your podcast, and I have tutorials in the show notes about some great tutorials to how to set up your PowerPress settings, so don't worry about that. After PowerPress is set up, You need to publish at least one episode to your WordPress site in order for iTunes to see your podcast feed as being valid, okay? So you need to create at least one episode live on your WordPress site, or published, I should say, okay? And just as an FYI, a private post will not work. A private or a password-protected host will not work. You need to actually publish it. So in order to publish a new episode on your WordPress site, you do it just like any other blog post. Create a new blog post, paste the episode URL that you get from Libsyn, that's the MP3 address. You paste that right into PowerPress. You validate that feed to make sure that your your site or your episode works. And then once you get the okay with that, you hit publish just like any other blog post. Easy, right? So now we've got a blog post published with your episode number one. Now we're going to go back into PowerPress and we're going to copy the RSS feed, not the MP3 file feed, the RSS feed. This is the big moment you've all been waiting for. You copy that feed, you open up iTunes, you go to the podcast section in iTunes store. In the upper right, you look for a little piece of text that says submit a podcast. 
click on that, paste in your RSS feed that PowerPress generated, and submit to iTunes, and then give a big high five to yourself. It can take about 24 hours, they say, up to a week. I got mine in under 24 hours that said I got a magical email from Apple saying, congratulations, your podcast has been accepted. I need you to stop right there, pat yourself on the back, because at this stage, you have done a ton of work, and you really need to congratulate yourself on this on this progress because it's a big deal. It was for me at least. After you submit it to pod or to iTunes, you also can submit it to as many directories as you want. The other real big one, iTunes is the granddaddy of all the directories as we all know, but another really big one is Stitcher Radio, which is cool. I also submitted mine to TuneIn and Miro. Okay, so the more the merrier for directories. Once you go live on iTunes, then it's time to start promoting promote 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 i mean you share a podcast with the world be always be reminding them as i'm doing with you in this podcast you want people to subscribe to your podcast you want them to leave ratings and reviews these are big deals for you to get some traction in with apple okay you want your podcast to show up on the new and noteworthy section in itunes and this is how you do it you ask people to subscribe to download and to leave a rating and review just a quick recap, plan until it hurts, okay? You need to know what everything is in, what you're going to do. Get all the pieces in place, your website, artwork, music, record, edit, and tag the podcast. Get a host to serve your media files. I'm using Libsyn.com. Then you want to go get the Blueberry PowerPress plugin on WordPress to generate the RSS feed. You're going to publish episode number one, then you're going to go copy that RSS feed that PowerPress generated. You're going to submit that to iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere else. Then you're going to keep making new episodes. Then you're going to keep telling yourself what a great job you just did because you are now a podcaster and that's all there is to it. So I've already told you a million times in this episode to subscribe and do all that stuff. So I don't think I need to do that again. But if you know, if you think people will find value in this podcast, I would appreciate you if you shared it with whoever you think would benefit from it. I also want you to head on over to MikeMurphy.co if you're not already on the newsletter. I'd love for you to join my one-man band and we can learn, create, and move forward together. Cheers. <laughs>